we are doing this one live. Ladies, gentlemen, fellas, 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 Adrian Peterson has been cut. And instead of making a video and spending time editing it and uploading it, because honestly, Adrian Peterson being cut, it's big news for who that's going to impact, but we're gonna have a lot of news like this. Adrian Peterson's name value is more shocking than actually his performance that we were expecting this year, but a 200 touch season is something that you could have probably expected. So Adrian Peterson being cut is gonna have huge, huge implications for the guys around him in the backfield. Now there's gonna be other players getting cut today. I saw Dore Ogunbowale. I'm gonna be talking about my running back tiers tomorrow. So depending on when you're watching this, tomorrow, September 5th, running back tiers video will release. It'll have all these cuts and everything everything in there so you can see where I'm moving players up. But in this specific video, we'll talk about Adrian Peterson and the players behind him. Now we're doing this video live because I just don't want to spend the time uploading it, editing it and all that type of stuff. We just go, we shoot and we go from there. So if you have any questions on this situation, I'll answer them throughout the video when appropriate and at the end. But yeah, Adrian Peterson being cut, he was like my RB50, RB55 range. You were expecting somewhere around, yeah, probably like a 200 touch season, even if Antonio Gibson was to be involved. Once Darius Guy got cut, and for good reasons, it seems right now, it was apparent that Adrian Peterson was going to be the RB1 on this team. Adrian Peterson, who last year in this offense had a ton of usage playing 15 games, 16 games the year before. He's just the ageless wonder. You can see player profiles, um, Jesus picture of him right here, but 211 carries alone last year. Added 17 receptions, which is not normally something that you see him push towards 20 plus receptions. So yeah, you're having Adrian Peterson last year push towards 230 touches, even with young players behind him in a Bryce Love who might finally get to play in seems like now is, is locked in to make this team. And a guy in Antonio Gibson, who is sort of this receiving threat hybrid that's going to be a running back for them and has been practicing as a running back, it becomes pretty apparent that uh, this is now Antonio Gibson's backfield. You do not cut. I've had somebody in my DMs or on just Twitter in general in the mentions say that this might actually give Peyton Barber more usage. Look, they weren't going to cut Adrian Peterson to keep Peyton Barber. They're cutting Adrian Peterson because Antonio Gibson is balling out in camp because J.D. McKissick is performing very, very well right now as a satellite back in camp and looks to be the RB2. And because Bryce Love had a great start to camp and has kind of kind of windled down since then. Uh, So there was a lot of Bryce Love hype to start up camp. He's missed his first year and a half or so uh, of the NFL, Bryce Love, just because of injuries at this point. But yes, Adrian Peterson is now going to hit the free agent market. Adrian Peterson moves from like my RB54 to like my RB75. He's pretty much like one of the, f- the last three running backs that I would pick in like a 25-man draft. You're probably not touching Adrian Peterson at this point. It's pretty sad, right? Like guys like Leonard Fournette are going to get picked up quick. I assume Adrian Peterson gets picked up just based off of how much he was able to do last year, his conditioning this year. He just doesn't fit what they want to do on this offense. And there was a, a quote from Scott Turner and the offensive coordinator of the Washington Redskins last week that pretty much said like, this is the first running back that I've had that I can do anything with in terms of Antonio Gibson. I could put him out on jet sweeps, right? I could put him right in between the tackles and he'll be fine. Goal line packages, being able to catch the ball. I mean, you remember Ron Rivera early on said that this guy's skill set is similar to Christian McCaffrey and everybody loses their mind saying, oh my God, he compared a rookie to Christian McCaffrey. He compared his skill set to Christian McCaffrey, being able to run in between the tackles, be a goal line back as potentially an undersized back similar to McCaffrey, although Gibson is going to be bigger and then also have your hands and your pass catching ability. Now, Gibson, so pretty much Peterson, obviously undraftable now, not somebody I want unless he lands in like the ideal situation, which doesn't seem to be one at this point. Uh, He will move up in my rankings if things change. It's already changed on the Supreme Draft Guide. This is the player profile of Adrian Peterson on the Supreme Draft Guide right now. So this is what you're going to get out of Antonio Gibson, right? You're going to get somebody who last year in 2019, I mean, this is a player out of Memphis. We love these Memphis running backs, right? 
whether it's Henderson Jr., when it's Tony Pollard, all these players we get hyped up about because they have insane roles in their offense. Look at what he did last year as I zoom this down. 2019 stats for Antonio Gibson, 307 total offensive career snaps. That's not a lot of a sample, right? And then you end up getting Antonio Gibson coming out and carrying the ball 33 times last year and having 38 receptions. He almost had to move back into a receiver because there was injuries on his offense in college last year. So they said, you know what? You're a really good pass catcher out of the backfield. Let's put you in a slot more. We need a lot more uh, receiving threats, not out of the backfield at this point. So it's a very small sample, but obviously the usage is elite here. 14.9 yards per touch is just absolutely insane. Now the concerns are this guy might be the actual best rookie running back, like better than Jonathan Taylor, better than Clyde Edwards Lair. We just don't have a sample. If you took a sample of 80 overall touches from every single player, Antonio Gibson would be the one jumping off the page the most. The problem is he doesn't have that sample as a workhorse. He doesn't have a huge sample. Uh, you could see in his career, 15.6 yards per touch, just absolutely insane. He barely saw any work before 2019. He just had six receptions for 99 yards in 10 targets. He didn't have any carries, I believe, in 2018. So it was all 2019 for the most part. And now you can see the pros and cons, uh, elite elusiveness, pass catch, right? All that stuff. He's a hybrid running back slash receiver, hence the Christian McCaffrey comparisons from his head coach, former head coach, Ron Rivera of Christian McCaffrey, and now current of Antonio Gibson and the Washington Redskins. And he was just insane broken tackle rate. 33 broken tackles on 71 touches last year in college. Like that is just absolutely ridiculous compared to Joe Mixon, which is a very good comp, Ty Montgomery, which is a pretty solid comp in terms of the pass catching abilities. He was picked in the third round early on as well in the third round with pick two. And right when Gibson was picked this year, a lot of people were saying and speculating, oh no, that's the worst landing spot. Darius Geis is there. Adrian Peterson is there. They have been signing so many guys this offseason and Peyton Barber and JD McKissick. And oh my God, remember Bryce Love? He's still in that backfield. Yeah. Right when he was drafted, it did not look like a good situation. They had thin receiver depth and everything, everything has broke right for Antonio Gibson. No pun intended for the other players in this team, right? Kelvin Harmon ends up getting injured. He was going to be a piece of wide receiver depth, the second year receiver for the Redskins, right? They don't re-sign Jordan Reed, uh, who now goes to the 49ers. They have no real tight end depth. Logan Thomas looks like a deep sleeper, right? So the pass-catching threats right now are Steve Sims and Terry McLaurin. Seems like fine wide receivers, but nothing insane at the wide receiver two position. And now you go into the backfield where Darius Geitz gets cut. Now Adrian Peterson is getting cut, right? And now he's battling it out with pretty much J.D. McKissick, who's been a very sound and fine satellite back last year for the Detroit Lions and a very good pass catcher. And then Bryce Love, who has no career really experience in the NFL. Now neither does Gibson, but at least he has the health to be with him in Gibson that Bryce Love just doesn't have at this point or has not had in the past. And also the big thing is that Gibson is popping out at camp. This is the reason why Hall of Fame running back, one of the best of all time, Adrian Peterson, was just cut is because of Antonio Gibson, not because of Bryce Love, not because of Peyton Barber. So yeah, Antonio Gibson, this might shock some people. I see some people hopping into the live chat. How you all doing? I appreciate you too. Uh, Alexander hops in, some people hopping in. Is it not going to be a running back by committee? Somebody asks. Good question. I would say no. Um, I will say JD McKissick is going to be involved, but Antonio Gibson, they've been saying that this is a three down back skill set. This is a three down back type of a player. JD McKissick might be in there on some third down plays, right? He's a satellite back with improvements. He would be the guy that I want as the RB2. I think Bryce Love has really cooled down after like a, a first couple of really good days at practice. He's kind of just, everything's been very meh on him since. He looks okay. He's going to make the team now. Um, but this is going to be maybe an early committee between Gibson and McKissick. Uh, but it is Gibson's job right now as the RB1. If you want to say it's 1A, 1B with McKissick, that's fine. But the skill sets of Gibson are nowhere near uh, the skill sets of what McKissick currently has to offer and has shown in the NFL. This is a complete three down back. This is a home run type of a player. So I have Antonio Gibson as my RB20 right now. He moves from like my RB36 to my RB20 with this news of Adrian Peterson being cut. Why? It opens up 200 touches in this backfield. It opens up 200 touches. Um, and in my belief, it's because of Adrian Gibbs or Antonio Gibson being there. So 
Yeah, RB20, Antonio Gibson, and I feel I feel like I'm not low enough on him. I did the projections, I did the ranks. He's now my RB20. He's ahead of guys like Cam Akers, ahead of guys like DeAndre Swift, some of those other rookies. Um, he's slightly behind Jonathan Taylor, but I even want to put him ahead of him right now. Oh, look, this is not this is not being a hot take or quick reaction. Just look at the projections. There's now 200 touches going back into this offense. You're going to give 200? You're going to give the bulk of those now to uh, Peyton Barber, to J.D. McKissick? No, no, no. You're giving the bulk of those to Antonio Gibson right now who in PPR formats is going to be a monster. Now, why do I have him ahead of DeAndre Swift? Well, DeAndre Swift dealing with somewhat of an injury came back to practice limited, but it's also on Johnson. It's a clear backfield by committee right now, at least to start the season. Cam Akers, he's slightly ahead of. Cam Akers is two spots behind Antonio Gibson right now. I do think Akers is going to be the guy in that backfield, but when Henderson Jr. is healthy, there's still going to be somewhat of a threat there for at least some touches. McKissick, in my opinion, is a satellite back. I don't think it's a real threat for touches unless something happens where Gibson gets hurt or is not performing well, which I don't really expect, and then you end up having Bryce Love popping off. That There's a case for that, right? But that's why Gibson is my RB20 and not my RB10. If there was no Bryce Love or McKissick in this backfield, Antonio Gibson might very well be a top 15 running back. So start to kind of think about Antonio Gibson you have to start to think about him now as the same way as you're thinking about Jonathan Taylor. Not in the exact same situations. Jonathan Taylor's offense is way better, but he's also dealing with Marlon Mack, Naeem Himes, uh, right? Those types of rookie players. You have to start to think about these guys the same. Antonio Gibson is now in the same bucket as DeAndre Swift and Cam Akers' hype levels, and he's getting very close to Jonathan Taylor. Not even hype, like justified hype in terms of their overall rankings. I see a lot of people coming into the comment section, so I'll be sure to answer all those. But let's just talk about the other running backs quickly in this backfield so that the people who are not watching on the live stream um, can actually just get the full information. So J.D. McKissick is going to be a player who played for the Lions last year. He was very good. He was efficient. I mean, in, in limited touches, right? But he had opportunities to be a full workhorse last year. So this is player profile. You could just look. We'll quickly look at some of the game logs. Like he had opportunities to play a ton of the snaps last year and just get an overall big bulk of the carries. I mean, you saw him finishing as a top 20 running back right here. He starts to pile up like double digit touches in these weeks. And that's when he's splitting this backfield with like Ty Johnson last year. Carryon Johnson gets hurt. It's before kind of Bo Scarborough emerged for the Detroit Lions last year. And you have McKissick playing well. I mean, last year, if you just want to look at it, 34 receptions is not a bad overall season, but only 38 carries. He was fine on a per touch basis. 6.1 yards per touch is actually very good. It is a small sample, but McKissick's going to be a good satellite back. There's only, I mean, NFL uh, beat writers, 32 beat writers on Twitter, very good uh, site to be looking at and just a, a resource really, especially during camp. They're pretty much coming on to saying that right now McKissick looks like uh, the RB2 on this team. All camp long, he's been the great satellite back. He's never been this in between the tacklers grinder type of player to take on a full workhorse load like Antonio Gibson is going to be. So McKissick, I think, is the RB2 on this team. In Dynasty formats, I would pick him up. In your deeper leagues, I would pick him up. So let me just look at my overall rankings. McKissick has now, and just to give you an idea of where Gibson is in, is in my top 150, Antonio Gibson is now my RB, or my, my RB20 and my overall 39th player in my, in my top 150. So yeah, Antonio Gibson is about to be justifiably like a fourth round pick in my opinion. Um, but let me just go over to the full-on rankings now just to give you the full update. Gibson is my RB20, and I'll just put, filter this by Washington players. And then we have McKissick is currently my RB60, and then Bryce Love my RB61. So I think Love is probably going to fall a little bit below that, but that's just to try and hit on the upside that Love might have if he can actually take on this full workhorse role. So I think McKissick is fine. And the last player we should talk about is Bryce Love. You're going to have to talk about the fact that he had ACL injury a while ago, right? And this is the reason why he missed last year. He already had the ACL. He already had to recover from that. And then there was post-surgical complications, uh, which was the big reason why he ended up missing all of last year. So this is not great. He's going on like two years now uh, with this type of stuff, very similar to guys like Darius Geis in his backfield with the injuries and knee issues that he's had. Uh, but Bryce Love is somebody who did stand out. I mean, he was one of the best players that you could find when he came out of college from Stanford, right? He's still only 23 years old, former fourth round pick. It's still Gibson's backfield. But again, this is a player that's at least going to be a factor. He's right now my RB60 in rankings. He was like my RB75. So he got a pretty nice bump as well from Adrian Peterson being out there. You can see what he did in his four years at college. Uh, always commanded somewhat of a bigger workload his final two years there. 
263 carries was a big year, ends up getting hurt later on uh, in 2018 for Stanford. So yeah, I mean, this is the guy that you want, right? Antonio Gibson right here. It's clear as day. Um, I'm, I'm trying not to over project things for him, but it's hard not to. Peyton Barber's a dud in this backfield. J.D. McKissick, to me, is a one-dimensional satellite type of a back. Uh, and then you have Bryce Love, who would be cutting into any early down work. And let's be honest here, that doesn't really happen. Um, and, and this guy... I mean, he's not set up the exact same way as Arian Foster in terms of skill set, not at all. Um, some comparisons, but Arian Foster, how he, he kind of just came out of nowhere as a rookie, right? Uh, a middle to late round pick and was like the RB1 for the Texans that year, what, like a decade ago? Antonio Gibson has those types of vibes this late into the season, similar to how some things happened there. So I see a lot of people are live here. We've been live for about 12 minutes. That's the quick analysis, right? We're talking about one player being cut. That wasn't a huge factor for fantasy, but we're still going to see arguably, I mean, even if you didn't like Adrian Peterson's prospects this year, it's hard to say he wasn't going to see 150 touches, right? Uh, Nine to 10 touches per game if he was healthy and this guy just stays healthy. So yeah, about 200 touches I would have projected out now of this offense. And I think you can pretty much handily give those, a lot of those uh, to Antonio Gibson. And also a lot of those were not receptions. I wasn't projecting Antonio or uh, Adrian Peterson for a lot of receptions, projecting him for like 12 receptions, 14 receptions. So most of these are going to be carries. And I think a lot of those carries are going to get siphoned off to, again, Antonio Gibson, who was already a top 40 running back for me. And now he's going to be a top 20 running back. So I'm going to answer any of the questions in the chat that are relative. If you're watching on the replay, uh, this is the Supreme Draft Guide right here. Um, this is where these player profiles live, all my rankings. You can see the updated rankings. I'll be doing a video tomorrow on my running back tiers. I'll just go straight through the tiers that I currently have updated with all these in, with all this information in there right now. I believe Gibson is uh, currently either at the start of a tier or right the last player into a tier. Let me just quickly give you that information. So Antonio Gibson right now for me is the start of my tier five at running back. He's ahead of Le'Veon Bell, James Conner, Cam Akers, and Kareem Hunt right now. There's some players behind him. In front of him is David Johnson, Jonathan Taylor, Chris Carson. So like, obviously I can go higher. I can put him above David Johnson. I kind of want to put him above him. Um, but again, like I think this is a pretty sound spot to be having a player like this. And the confidence that they have in him five days before the season to be cutting uh, Adrian Peterson, somebody that was clearly their RB1 for the past month of the season or so. So appreciate it. This is this is all going to be on the Supreme Draft Guide. If you're watching this live stream or this video, uh, the Supreme Draft Guide is linked down below for just $10 through Monkey Knife Fight. If, and there's a whole link about it. If for some reason you're not eligible for that offer anymore by the time you're watching this or the state that you live in, use the promo code MAKESALPOR capital M, capital S, capital P, all one word on this website, Fantasy Sports Focus. You can find it down below. It'll be 50% off just for this specific video. It's a random video I decided to do. So we'll give you that offer. I see about uh, 60 people are watching live right now. Um, we've been live for about 13 minutes. I'll take about a minute or two of question. I just scooped, I just scooped Mids, uh, Gibson in the ninth round last week. Yeah, fantastic. I mean, that's a fantastic value now. It's fantastic. Nothing more to say there. Um, what number do you rank him at? He's my RB20. He's my 39th player overall off the board. Sub Sal, trade Hunt to CD Lamb, Dynasty owners. Okay, so I'm not going to be answering any of those questions. I'm probably going to go live on Sunday or Monday to answer just straight up fantasy football questions for like an hour and have that piece of content probably on Sunday in the afternoon. Um, so I'll, I'll take any questions there. Anything not related to this situation, um, I probably won't answer right now. So did Darius Geis get picked up? No, he's, he's probably not going to get picked up anytime soon. How about Gibson in week one? Yeah, um, Gibson is probably going to look good in week one. The salaries for DraftKings have already been out. I haven't even looked at the salaries for DraftKings. That's something that I'm going to be doing Sunday or Monday, making the first look video. Love the content, Sal. Thank you. I appreciate it. Just scooped him off the waivers. Feels good. Yeah, that's fantastic if you're getting him off the waivers. I mean, this is a guy that you could probably put in week one as a starter. And in my rankings, he's in RB2 right now. So he's a starting running back as of right now in my rankings. Gibson over Latavius Murray, 100%. Not even close for me. Um, at this point, Gibson over Latavius Murray is not even close. Look, Gibson can come out there and just look flat. But the expectations that we have right now is that this guy is the starting running back about to command 250 plus touches 
Um, and with the upside of 300 plus in an offense where he's going to catch the ball a lot, right? So Antonio Gibson is well ahead of Latavius Murray for me. I have Antonio Gibson ranked um, not even close, 27 spots ahead of Latavius Murray in my running back rankings. It's just not even close there. You said he's a receiving back. Yes, he's a receiving back 100%. He was like a receiver number one in, in college. He's a res- rushing and receiving. He's a full three down back right now is how they're using him. He caught 38 passes last year and had 33 rushes, right? Um, so this is what he did. He has a small sample. That's the issue, right? The issue why he was drafted in the third round and not the second round and maybe even not the first round, right? The issue, the reason why we don't know if he's the best running back in this draft is because he had a small sample in college, right? He literally only had 300 offensive snaps. He literally only had 71 total touches in college last year. In his college career, he only has 77 touches. Um, so this was the reason why he went in the third round. There's questions of what does this guy look like if he has 250 touches? Everything in camp has been fantastic. They just cut Adrian Peterson because of how good he's looking. I expect him to be the RB1 with all the opportunity in the world uh, and also is going to catch passes. He's going to just look fantastic on paper. Now it's up to him to go out there and actually ball out. Um, but yes, I mean, I am not shocked if Antonio Gibson sees 200. I'm not shocked if he sees 300 touches this year, uh, 240 on the ground and 60 receptions. I'm not shocked. Um, not even surprised at this point. I would have been shocked if Adrian Peterson was still on the team and that happened, but definitely not shocked right now. Alrighty, $4,000 on DraftKings. Fantastic. Yeah, I don't know who they play week one. I haven't looked at anything for week one matchups. I'm going to do all that on Sunday and Monday for the first look video. Um, but yeah, I mean, that, that sounds very good to me. Uh, $4,000 um, on DraftKings for Antonio Gibson. Sounds real nice. Does Haskins throw to running backs? I mean, Haskins started a couple of games last year. Um, yes, he threw to Darius Geis out there. Adrian Peterson was never a guy who caught passes. So um, it, the, the notion of quarterbacks throwing to running backs, it impacts ceiling, right? Philip Rivers, Drew Brees, they throw down, they check down to running backs. Um, I don't have the stats right now, like the rate at which Haskins throws to the running back position. I'm sure people are going to start blasting that on Twitter. All the uh, wannabe uh, fantasy football touts with like their, their, their two bolts of stats and then like a, a video or something. Um, but yeah, I mean, Haskins, it, if anything, Haskins has looked fantastic in camp as well. They haven't said anything bad. Um, I mean, he didn't have any real pass catching running backs last year with Adrian Peterson as the RB1 and only four, like three to four healthy weeks of Darius guys who actually caught passes last year. So I will say that I, I don't have any issues. And you have Ron Rivera coming over where he, all he did was check down to Christian McCaffrey, a high powered running back in that offense to be their number one weapon. So yeah, um, I feel really good about this move. Someone in my league drafted Gibson and I picked him up. I picked him up from the waiver wires. Thoughts on Bryce Love. I mean, Bryce Love's the RB3 on this team. Um, if you think something happens to Gibson, like right now to me, Gibson is, is locked in as an RB1 with um, McKissick as a satellite back. Bryce Love is okay. He's my RB60. It's not anything that I'm jumping up and down for. Good point on Ron Rivera. Didn't even consider that. Yes, Ron Rivera coached Christian McCaffrey the past couple of years, um, and he has compared Christian McCaffrey or Antonio Gibson to Christian McCaffrey. He has raved about Antonio Gibson all of this camp. And now he just cut Adrian Peterson to put Antonio Gibson in his offense, where all he did in Carolina with Christian McCaffrey was throw the hell to the running back, right? I'm not going to say the exact same thing is going to happen here. Uh, Ron Rivera is obviously not the offensive coordinator. That's going to be Scott Turner, I believe, his job. Um, But I would assume that there's going to be some talk between the head coach and the offensive coordinator and about this kid that they really, really like third round pick. And also, it's it's not even like he's a seventh round pick. It's not like he's like um, uh, Ito Benjamin, who was drafted in the seventh round this year to the Arizona Cardinals. He's a third round pick, an early third round pick. He was drafted second in the third round, right? Uh, Yes, this player is going to be very good. Um, I will be very happy if I can get Antonio Gibson in my drafts upcoming. Just brought your Supreme Draft Guide. I have three drafts coming up. Thank you. Glad to hear that. Yeah, the Supreme Draft Guide, uh, it's only going to be $15 if you're watching this right now. If you use the promo code, well, it's $10 if you sign up through Monkey Knife Fight. Um, but if you're just watching it on the live stream, I'll put it into the live chat. This is the website. You can get it. Make Sal Poor. M-A-K-E. And then capital letters for each new word. All one word. Make Sal Poor. You can get it for half off. 
All right, gang, we've been live for about 20 minutes. I appreciate anybody that watching the replay. Please do hit the like and subscribe button. Thank you so much. These types of videos usually get really popular, especially since it's like trending news. So there's a chance that this could reach a lot of people. My name's Savage. I cover fantasy sports in a variety of different areas. Fantasy football being the main one, the big one, right? The head honcho of them all. We got some big, big energy right here. We're only five days away. Uh, a mock draft video went up this morning on this channel, as well as we're going to have tomorrow the running back tiers video. We're going to break that all down. So helping you guys win your fantasy leagues. The more informed you are, the better the chance. These videos will help you. There's about 120 on this fantasy football football playlist on my YouTube channel. And there's also Supreme Draft Guide with rankings, player profiles like the one you're seeing right here, uh, tiers, top 150s, a bunch of stuff constantly updated. We've already had the Washington News updated for, got updated about 10 minutes after all the news happened. So I appreciate you all so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thoughts on Peterson now. He's half on my best ball teams. Yeah, not a good play. Uh, Peterson on your best ball teams. That's that's not going to be good for you. That, that's as simple as it is. Um, there's no sugarcoating it. Uh, Adrian Peterson is now ranked right around Devonta Freeman for me. He's ranked now right around um, DeRay Ogunbowale, who are all cut and free agents. He's like my RB75. He goes from like RB54 to RB75. Not somebody I would want to own at this point. All right, everybody. Thank you. We're about 20 minutes in. You all rock. Please do hit the like and subscribe button before you go, especially if you're watching live. You can hit that like button. We only got 13 with about 100 of you watching. And if you could hit the subscribe button, it really does help. Notification bell so you're notified of all these live streams I'm going to do. I'm going to do a live stream on Sunday. So come with your fantasy football questions. Who should I draft, right? I drafted these guys. Who should I cut and pick up? Those types of questions. You're going to have an hour to do so. I will see you all in the next one. Peace out. Take care.